Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Harmonious World. I'm joined this time by William Sussman, whose octet album Scatter My Ashes is out now. And it's a delightful piece um, that includes a variety of genres that I think you're going to love. So here's our conversation. Thank you for giving me the time to chat to you about this, all your music. It's brilliant. I'm, I'm loving Scatter My Ashes. Thank you very much. I didn't realise that the poems were written by your sister. sister. Mm -hmm. So can you talk me through how the album came about? So the, the album came about because I always wanted to put together an album of my music and use an ensemble uh, in instrumentation that I was familiar with from a very early age. My background is in both um, classical and jazz piano. Uh, that's what I was trained in growing up from an early age. And uh, during middle school and high school, I played in small combos and then in, in high school in jazz band. And in the U.S., if you're in jazz, you play in combos and you play in jazz band. It's like playing an orchestra if you're a string player or a wind player. So um, that's what I did. Yeah, that was my focus, and I always uh, gigged when I was in middle school and high school, and uh, we had bands that focused on an instrumentation of a rhythm section, piano-based drums, uh, sometimes guitar, sometimes electric piano, and horn players, sax, trumpet, trombone. And these players were also my heroes growing up. I went to the Jazz Showcase on Russian Delaware in Chicago when I was in high school. I went there several times a month and heard all the jazz greats from up close. So it was a really great environment, a small club atmosphere, and we could sit quite close. Uh, I'm talking like, you know, two, three feet away and, uh, and looking up at uh, Dizzy Gillespie or Dexter Gordon or Joe Henderson, Al Cohn, Zoot Sims. Uh, I, I heard all, all the jazz greats. Sun Ra, and they had a big influence and, and impact on me. And so when I put this album together, um, I was thinking about, about those sounds and how I could reflect that best in, in my music. And so I put together a group where I wanted, I wanted contemporary music, a contemporary music sound that I, I hadn't heard before. I'm familiar with classical orchestration, but uh, a combo with a core group of what's considered a, a small jazz ensemble, which in this case is piano-based drums, uh, electric piano, and then um, vocals plus brass, uh, trumpet sax, trombone, was something that I hadn't heard. We know about string quartets and wind quintets, and um, even the Perot ensemble, which is uh, typically flute, clarinet, violin, cello, and piano. But for a small ensemble to be um, like this was something that I thought was different. And so um, that, that was my inspiration for putting this together. And then I uh, was looking for music that I could either set, poems that I could set, or take... Um, uh, write some uh, original music and I had great players and they inspired me to write these pieces. One of the pieces on it uh, called Camille was initially written for an ensemble, an Italian ensemble called Piccolo Accademia uh, degli Specchi. 
and they had performed the piece several times and I decided to arrange that piece uh, specifically for uh, Octet Ensemble. Because it's almost like a miniature big band, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a scaled down big band. And, and, and the, the electric piano was a sound that, that I, was, I was familiar with. Uh, not, not a DX7 electric piano, but the Fender Rhodes electric, electric piano yeah. sound. Uh, yeah. That's what I had grown up playing. I was dragging that thing around <laughs> with, a, with a little small hand truck to, to gigs when I was in, in high school. If it was snowing outside, I'd put it in the back of the station wagon, and it was like carrying a few, several sandbags so the car wouldn't swerve. <laughs> but it is interesting having piano and electric piano. Right. That that was that was a sound that that I grew up with, um, hearing Bill Evans uh, play both uh, piano and electric piano, and um, and the electric piano of of Chick Corea, especially yeah. Chick Corea. With a micromog on on top of the electric electric piano was was a sound that I was really fond of. Yeah, I, I wanted to have I, I wanted to be in the group, and so um, I wrote parts for myself that uh, could be played on an electric piano. Right. How did you bring the guys together that you've got uh, in that octet? Because I mean they're phenomenal musicians. So how did you choose them? How did that group? evolve um it it evolved from players that i had known uh for a long time um and and some new uh recommendations the drummer for instance uh is one of my oldest musical friends i've known him since college we used to play in um in jazz combos together uh at the university of illinois and so he became part, part of the group he also happens to be principal percussion of the metropolitan opera orchestra for the past uh, 30 plus years Wow, but, we, but it was funny because we hadn't we hadn't done anything together in many many years, and a very fine soloist named Joseph Joseph Gramley got us back together when he performed a, a marimba solo of mine at Juilliard, where uh, they both. Teach. And after the performance, uh, Greg uh, came up to Joe and said, um, "How do you know Bill Sussman?" and uh, and Joe said, "You know this guy too." <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so that got the conversation going again with with Greg and I. I don't know why we had um, we had lost touch with each other, but we somehow we did, and we got back together. This is over fifteen years ago now, and Greg and I have worked together on several projects, including a um, a marimba and flute piece that I wrote for Hina's wife, Pat. And then uh, Pat commissioned me to write a, a flute quartet that she recently recorded and that's coming out on a new album shortly. Uh, flute quartet being uh, four flutes playing simultaneously. Oh, wow. So, so it, was, it was that sort of thing that led to, to finding players um, in, in the group, whether I knew them in the past. Another fine player, Demetrius Benias, and I had known each other uh, for a few years before that, he had been playing my music. So it was natural that he come on as a saxophonist. And an another great player, um, Elaine uh, Kwan, had, um, had been playing my music also, a very fine pianist. And then all, all the other players are just, are just marvelous. 
uh, Melissa Hughes uh, is our vocalist. Just, just great, great players all, all around. That's how it happened. And recommendations. Fantastic. Um, and so, why, why these poems? These poems are just uh, near and dear to my heart. Growing up with my sister, living uh, for many years a shared life, I connected with them, and they they just touched me very deeply. And so, I um, I wanted to set them to music. Uh, one of the song cycles I had set uh, much earlier, uh, in the early '90s, for a uh, small ensemble of piano, clarinet, French horn, and and vo and voice. And so I I reset that for, uh, rearranged that for this ensemble, and those poems really touched me because I grew up with my sister, similar concert venues. Um, I knew sort of the, the environment that she was talking about. And I also wanted people to connect with her poetry. You know, it's, it's poetry that I really love. And I wanted to give it a different kind of exposure. Uh, those poems now have been published in a um, beautiful small uh, compendium that came out a, a few years ago. But prior to that, they, they hadn't been. And so um, this was a way of, of honoring uh, that work. Yeah. And, and and it does that job beautifully, I think. It it brings the poems to life. And and it's lovely. I, I was able to, obviously I've listened to the music, but I was able to read the poems as well. Just beautiful words, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really are. Yeah. They really are. Great, great language. Great use yeah. of language. It made it easier to find uh, rhythm and harmony and, and melodic lines because of the way that she uses language. Yes, I, I can see that. Can you talk to me through your piano concerto? I'm fascinated by it having six movements. How did that come about? Because they're quite, they're all quite short, aren't they? Right, they're, they're, they're all quite short. And it came about because I, I wanted to create different textures and sequence them in, in a way that created an interesting flow and also a eventual build. So they were exhibiting different, kind, different kinds of rhythmic patterns and textures. And there was really nothing, nothing more to it than, than that, that I wanted to show different, different kinds of harmonic and, and rhythmic patterns and doing it in, sh in short in short movements were what I felt uh, the best way to express myself. I didn't have to go on uh, for for long extended periods, and uh, and that's that's really how a lot of my music is. I've written a series of of uh, piano pieces, uh, forty four, in uh, in four books that I call Quiet Rhythms, and some of the the short movements in the piano concerto are taken from these piano pieces as well. Ah. And right. so they're, they're arranged uh, uh, for the ensemble. And then of course, featuring, featuring the piano. Brilliant. So can you, uh, let's sort of step forward because this was recorded quite some time ago in five, six years ago. Is that right? Yes. Do you feel like it needed that time to, to brew and, to, to, be, to be ready to be recorded? Or, you know, how did the, the process come about? Yeah, it, it, was, re, it was recorded in 2014. We got together uh, in 2011. Um, we, had a, we had 
um, uh, one performance. We had several rehearsals. And then the recording period of this piece went on for a long time. And the mixing <laughs> went on for a long time as well. I have to say that I, I owe a lot the beautiful sound of this album and the balance to my recording and mixing engineer, John Kilgore, who I've worked with for several years now. And he really made made it happen in a way that I, I could I could not have done living living here in um, in California and recording these musicians in New York. So a lot of it was done long distance. Some of it was done while I was there, and other sessions were done remotely. Right. So he he was um, run, running the recording session, and I'd be I'd be listening uh, via Skype. Wow. Um, can you talk me through lockdown? How has lockdown been for you? It's been, uh, I've had my ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I think, I, I think like, like, like everybody, uh, I haven't been as productive as I uh, would like to have been. A lot of my performances have been canceled, several in, in fact. And the one thing that I've been working on is, is getting out a new album. But, um, you know, for, fortunately, um, I have my family, and uh, we all try to support each other. So in that sense, uh, I've, I've been very fortunate. Uh, the new album that's coming out is called A Quiet Madness, and I hope to have it out in the next month. And uh, the pieces on it are a combination of uh, piano and solo and, and duo pieces. My piano, the title comes from uh, Quiet Rhythms, a combination of that title and a solo accordion piece called Zydeco Madness. And so I put them together and, uh, and created this title, which, which I thought also encompasses lockdown for a lot of people. <laughs> Indeed. Inclu including sometimes myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. We've all been through every, every possible emotion, haven't we, this year? Right. Yeah, and in fact, I, I find myself using the word crazy and thinking that's a bit near the knuckle. It's a bit close to reality, actually, in terms of that madness that you, you've alluded to there. How has it been for you? Uh, similar. I've been very fortunate that my, my adult daughter lived at home for a little while during lockdown. And that was great because she cooked and we, I, you know, I had somebody around, but yeah. you know, it's been very strange. And in fact, even now I'm, I'm not an anxious person at all. I don't do the whole anxiety thing, but I'm definitely choosing not to go out. Um, I know lots of people who, who are, you know, who are going shopping and things. And I'm like, I will go out to buy things that I need and then I will come home. I'm not going to be wandering around. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. Sure. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm sort of in the middle between the, the sort of people who are ignoring it and just getting on with their life and the people who are anxious and not doing anything. I'm kind of in the middle, I think. Sure. That seems to be a good way to cope. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, it seems to be keeping me fairly sane. So. Right. Um, and, and, you're, and you're doing a lot of interviews. I, uh, I am, I and I'm loving it. It's been amazing. I mean, the people I've spoken to, I mean, uh, you know, thankfully, your amazing PR agency have been brilliant at, at sort of finding people for me. 
And then because I have been in my past, I've been a musician, so I know lots of people. So I've found some of the, some of the people myself. And it's been absolutely fascinating to, to, to hear about some amazing projects. And they're all so diverse. That's great. It is. It really is. Well, th yeah. Thank you for very much for for supporting music and supporting the the creators. Well, the, I think it's important. Having... Yeah, and and I, I I really do think that we need to we need music, and I think more than anything, music has helped a lot of people through these tough times, and we need to we need to acknowledge that that's not going to exist unless we support the musicians. Right. That's 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 true. Yeah, there was a beautiful performance uh, that I watched. It also happened to have included a, um, a, one of my pieces, but it was so uh, meditative, and it was done by a pianist named Vanessa Wagner, who recently discovered uh, my piano music, and she did it this performance just before lockdown in Paris at um, the Théâtre au Châtelet with a singer-songwriter named Arthur H. And they paired poetry with piano pieces um, from a recent album of hers. And she did it essentially in, a, in an empty theater except for a chair set up on the stage. And, and watching, watching it really puts you into a different, different headspace. And listening to the poetry, listening to the music, um, the camera work is beautiful. The sound quality is amazing, and those are the kind of performances that I've been trying to to seek out to to help calm the nerves. I don't know yeah. if you got a chance to see that. I didn't, but I'm going to check it out. I I will I will check that out now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and it has been amazing actually. I think had this event happened 20 years ago i wonder how we would have coped because we have coped with the technology the technology has brought us together oh yeah i mean the 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 technology has has brought us together so much of the people that i've connected with in the past 20 years is because of technology yeah it's, it's made the world smaller um, I've developed all sorts of new musical uh, relationships and friendships uh, due to technology. My relationship with this Italian ensemble, an album that came out last year, is, is a relationship that goes back over 10 years now. And we connected, we connected on an old forum called MySpace. I don't know if you oh, remember. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we connected you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't just you know a, a musical connection. It it just became a, a very close close relationship and, and friendship. And they've been performing my music now for for quite a while. And that's that's how that album came about. And we recorded it three years ago in in Rome. And performances and and recordings like that really really couldn't happen with without without the technology. So much to post is is sharing. Uh, post-production is sharing uh, tracks back and forth with uh, WeTransfer or Dropbox, you know, just yeah. files back and forth. 
and then send and I'm listening to them and then I'm sending them to John Kilgore, my mixing engineer. And then Matteo Somacall, the artistic director, is listening to the mixes and then he he makes comments and then he sends them back uh, to John and then John makes adjustments and then I listen and this goes on and on and on with pieces and you, you couldn't do that years ago. You know, you'd all have to be there in the mixing room together. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, it, it just wouldn't happen. So yeah. it definitely technology uh, has definitely changed the way that, that we, that we record and the way that we conceive of albums. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to hearing the new album. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. You'll, you'll be sure to get a copy. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I look forward to that. It's really good to connect with you, William. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hilary. It was great to meet you. you and too. Uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Definitely. Thanks, Bill. Bye. -bye. Bye. Well, that started out as William and he became Bill. It was a fascinating conversation. It was great to be able to speak to him. I'm looking forward to the new album, A Quiet Madness, and perhaps I'll get a chance to speak to Bill again then. So thank you for joining me once more on Harmonious World. This was episode 16. And do catch up on the past episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And leave me a review. That would be great. But thank you for joining me and I've got some great people lined up. There's some amazing interviews coming up. So thank you for joining me on Harmonious World and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World. <laughs>